Hey, Dan. Hey, Tim. Would you like to hear a joke? You know me, player. Well, recently I bought some shoes from a drug dealer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't know what he he laced them with, but I was tripping all day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a good one. That's a good one. Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, drunk account, drunk account, drunk, drunk, drunk account, drunk accountant. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. And I'm Tim. And we are the two drunk accountants. Tim. What is the Tim and Dano? Tim, how's your week been? Look, Dan, I don't want none of this small talk business this week, all right? <laughs> I'm going to straight take this to medium talk today. Let's elevate to medium chat. We're going yeah. to medium chat. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, what do you think mm. about people who put the wrong bin out on bin day? I feel sorry for them. <laughs> One, it's embarrassing. It's pretty embarrassing. Um, two, I feel a lot of empathy because I've been that guy. Mm. You were the first one putting the bin out. That's the problem. You never want to be the first. Yeah. You don't want to be first. Is your method that you just know what it is each week? Or do you look around and try and get reassurance? It depends. Some weeks I'm very confident what week it is. Mm. And then other weeks I'm like, I don't remember. Mm. And so I'm just going to assume that everyone else on the street has it right. And at 10 o'clock I'll wheel my (laughs) bin out at night. How about you? What, what kind of guy are you? Well, this week I ran into some strife. I, my neighbor had the yellow bin out and I put my yellow bin out for recycling. Mm. It wasn't yellow bin it week. It was green bin week. It was green bin week. Oh, no. And uh, yeah, then I came back and everyone in the street had the green bins out. And I just wanted to know, what, what, was, what was the rest of the street thinking of me? I really stooped. I've stooped in their minds now. Yeah. I'm that guy. You've gone down a notch I've, in there. I put the wrong bin out. They were like, before now, that Tim, he's a real up and comer in this street. That house that's getting some renos, they're looking after it. They're maintaining their lawns and their yep. hedge. Always walking their dog. I like that guy. Yeah. And now, what a piece of crap <laughs> that guy is. <laughs> he put his, what an idiot. He, we don't want that kind of riffraff on this street. So That's even, what I'd be thinking. Even worse than that, Dan, is the fact that my neighbor had the yellow bin out. I mm. should have known this. Na- if I'm they, looking at your house, neighbor on the left or the right? The, uh, if you're looking at my house, it's the neighbor on the left. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And yeah, so as it turns out, they didn't even put their bin away from the week before. So what's worse? <laughs> what's worse? Them, them not putting their bin away or me thinking that that was the bin of the week? Well, you didn't notice that their bin out was all, out all week? I've been kind of living at my parents this week, Dan. Yeah, because so, you've been doing renovations. I've been busy. Yeah, you've been doing renovations. That is true. Yeah. I feel sorry for you. It's embarrassing. But you've, 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 you were vulnerable to us <laughs> and everyone watching, and we appreciate it. Next time, I mm. think the lesson here is don't mm. judge thy neighbor based on thy bin selection. No. <laughs> <laughs> there, is a, there is a lesson. That is, that's there good. There is a lesson there. Good on you. What's been happening in your week, Dan? Oh, my week's a bit in shambles, Tim. My my workout buddy um, has been sick. Yes. And, and, I, and my routine's all over the place. He hasn't uh, been too sick to play golf. Apparently I can tell not. You <laughs> yeah, apparently not. <laughs> um, but I suppose if you're lifting weights, I don't want him like breathing in my mm. face as I'm spotting him or something. True. Um, True. Yeah. So, cool. so but my, my workout routine's all over the place. So I actually worked out this morning. 
Mm. Went, I did weights, which I never do in the morning. So you feel a bit achy? Feel, I feel good though. Okay. Um, yeah, we, we are doing cupcake for paws or paws for mm-hmm. bakery, cupcake day. baked goods yeah. um, today. Mm-hmm. So I, I did want to make sure I got a run in this morning before nice. uh, I ate some delicious cupcakes. Good work. Mm. Well, I, I was like you this morning, Dan, actually. Mm. I was up early. I, had, I went for a little swim in the pool. I saw that on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Must have been freezing. It was very cold. Because your parents... Pool is not heated. No, it's not heated at all. No. It was freezing. <laughs> but it was really good. I felt really good after it. Yeah. You do feel good after a dip in the pool. You're like, ooh. I want to try and do that. Mm. I'm sure there's heaps of people that you have a cold shower in the mm. morning. I don't want to, I can't do a cold shower. No, I can't either. But I think I could get in like a cold pool or a you, pond. You have a pool slash yeah, pond. I know. I want, to, I want to start doing it. Yeah. In my pond. We also live very close to the beach. I know. Also an option. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. When I'm back in town... Let's do it. Let's go beaching in the morning. Yeah. I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Let's you do heard it. it here first, folks. Yeah. What you also heard here first is that we're actually doing the ZeroCon shirt competition again. Mm. Now, we actually sent a shirt out this morning, Tim. <sighs> wow. For our last ZeroCon competition because <laughs> we had a few left over we from prom- that time. So, we promised merch and we sent it. And we sent it. So, that's just we... This, this is new Tim and Dan. New Tim and Dan. A leaf... Has been turned over and uh, definitely, yeah, and and so for all of you listening to this, we have a competition running, and it finishes on Monday, the thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth. It's adding up the dates in my head there. Uh, what we want from you is what should the slogan on the back of this year's shirt say? Yeah. Last time it was unqualified opinion. I remember we had lots and lots of submissions last time. So get them all in. We've already had a few good ones mm. so far. Uh, I'm happy to, to read a couple out here, Tim. Yes, please. Mm. Uh, one of my favorites was Tight Ass Tea. Mm, I like that a lot. That was by Michelle. Yeah, uh, Michelle. I was, I was, Great suggestion. I really liked that mm. because it'd be funny to wear a shirt that says Tight Ass Tea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my nickname. How yeah. did you know that, Michelle? <laughs> Uh, that is funny. Uh, a few of the other suggestions that we did have, Tim. Um, I'll just read them here. Uh, this shirt is sponsored by Cats. Oh, yeah, or just okay. Thanks, Cats. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Thanks, Cats. Thanks, Cats. <laughs> uh, some of the other ones. Uh, it's a cruel to be kind. Mm, Raylene. Nice. Uh, if it isn't debit, it must be credit. Oof. Yeah. And I think you could shorten wow. that to say, if it ain't debit, it credit. It credit or something like that. Just it. It credit. It or credit. It be credit. It be credit. Yeah. If it ain't debit, it be credit. Yeah. I like that. That's so good. That's a good one. Um, I suggested a couple and Team Dan or Team Tim. <laughs> we make two versions. And then I said, nice. uh, I wonder which one would sell out. I said, Tim is a sellout though. <laughs> but then you got some love. Uh, Heather. Yeah. Heather. Uh, friend yeah. of the podcast, Heather. Yeah. Yes. She said, uh, people will think Team Tim is Team Tim Tim. Oh, well. And so Team Tim will win easily. Absolutely. With a fire emoji. Yeah, I think so. so you can't go past the Tim Tim. Thanks for the support on that, Heather. I'm um, not sure about internationally, though. Internationally? Internationally, yeah. I don't know what Tim Tims are, really. So, so there's really. a few of the selections that we've got so far. So make sure you send them in because we will send you a shirt and you'll have a Two Drunk Accountants brand shirt with your slogan on the back. Mm. So winner gets the best shirt. So make sure you send them in. Exciting. Tim, let's move on to the business update. Business update sponsored by Cats. Thank you, cats. Tim, business update this week. Interest rates back up. Yeah, again. interest rates are up. 
tattoos. There's a lot of talk about recessions and a lot of talks about recessions. I did. I did. Um, <laughs> I saw some interesting news from ABC News on Instagram. Okay. Um, I think it's in Turkey. Mm-hmm. The uh, could be the president, prime minister, mm-hmm. prince. I don't know. The head guy. What they Turkey. have in Turkey? Yep. Um, he has fired the last three central bank. Um, head people right not politically uh yeah because they all wanted to raise the interest rates mm. and uh he just wasn't saying it well even even here there has been an inquiry started mm. into the central bank but what they're doing is it's actually not about them interest uh, rising interest rates now it's mm. about how they acted the last 10 years to yeah. get us to this point or yeah, something. yeah interesting. interesting well i mean it's fair it's been around for 40 years so mm. it's time to probably review what's happening there and interestingly enough the people reviewing it are all from other central banks around the world so yeah kind of biased right <laughs> yeah. you'd think they'd be like no they're doing a great job <laughs> yeah. yeah central banks good job yeah and um i hear that the canadian ex-central bank mm-hmm. head is part of the review and she's probably one of the front runners to take over the role in australia right as well. okay. so interesting it's all kind of weird it's kind of weird dan that is kind of weird but in turkey uh, they don't want to raise the interest rates, which is interesting, no pun intended, mm. uh, because their inflation is at something like 14 or 15%. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe they should raise their interest they, rates, yeah, right? They probably need to. Yeah. But, like, they're, they're making a stand, so I kind of, you know, good on them. Respect. We're, we don't raise interest rates in this country. That's what they say in Turkey. It's just the price of bread goes up every other week. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to raise interest <laughs> rates, but we will pay $40 for a loaf of white <laughs> bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah it's interesting times in the world the world we live in shout out to all our listeners uh, mm. in turkey yeah well if, if you're listening from turkey let us know what it's like is there a pretty heavy inflation there because it sounds like there is what's the price of milk right now high i imagine mm. uh, all right let's move on then tim tight ass tip you got that tight ass tip tight ass tea uh, this week's Tadas tip is mm. renovations inspired. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Uh, well, get multiple quotes. Mm. Okay. And you hear this all the time. You hear this all the time. All the time. Get three quotes. But people don't. No, they because don't. Because we're lazy. We're super lazy. And the mm. first person comes along and we really like the cut of their jib. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, great. You're, you're like, you're the person for this job. Mm. And you don't go and price check it against other quotes. Mm. And I'm super happy because, well, look, we only got two quotes, but we're standing our floors at the moment, Dan. Mm-hmm. The first guy came through and he was really good. Mm. Uh, really liked him. We were going to go ahead with him probably. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it was a wait until September. Yep. And uh, it ended up being more expensive than the second quote we got. Yeah. And he told us that we couldn't do something that the second guy told us we could do. Which is turning out brilliantly with the color of the floor. Nice. So, the second guy was cheaper. And gave you more could, of what you wanted. Could do more of what we wanted. And he could do it this week. That's amazing, Tim. Isn't that crazy? It seemed too good to be true. And the job isn't finished yet. So, hopefully it turns out well. <laughs> because it could backfire royally. But yeah. so far, pretty good. So, it's a tight ass tip to get multiple quotes. Get multiple quotes. Get quoting. Yeah, you won't regret it. Mm. I like that, Tim. Yeah. Good one. Thanks. Good one. All right. Let's move on to our main topic today, which is, can I deduct my business's losses against my other income 
Mm, can I offset my losses? Can I offset my losses? So this is mainly mm. the, uh, this is for, for individuals. And if you have a partnership or if you're a sole trader and you're making losses, but you earn other income and you'd like to apply those losses against your other income to save tax, mm. essentially negatively gearing your business. This is, this is what like this that. is. Yeah, yeah. It's, like in, it's like making losses to save you tax on your wages yep. um, on purpose. Exactly. Mm. So it's a question that ma- many people have asked, many people want to know, uh, and many people have tried to do, which has led to these rules that we're about mm. to go through. And, and technically this is called a non-commercial loss. Yeah, it's, it's really just like a safeguard the ATO has put in place mm-hmm. so that people can't set up these bu- these loss-making businesses on purpose yep. um, and save a whole bunch of tax. And why would someone set up a loss-making business anyway? Mm. Well, it's probably something they're interested in. So yeah. let's just say um, photography Yep. as an example. Very expensive equipment. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are really into photography, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to generate an income from it for, for like, I guess, amateurs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so you can't just buy a $20,000 camera and offset that as a deduction against your income mm-hmm. if you're not properly in business to make a profit. Yeah. Otherwise, I could just say, oh, I'm a professional musician. So that new guitar I bought, uh, I'm going to start deducting that against my wage. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so that's a, why the rules exist. I'm a professional podcaster. I want to write off my roadcaster. Oh, no, I know we can so. do that. <laughs> We can do that. Um, okay. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> what? This is a profit-making podcast? <laughs> yeah, well, no, not that you see. <laughs> so the very first question though, and, and sort of what Tim's alluding to here as well is, really you should be asking yourself, do you have a business? Mm. Because it might be that you have a hobby yeah, rather than a business. So we have gone through a whole episode in the past, which was, do I have a side hustle mm. or do I have a hobby? So go back and listen to that. That was a good episode. Yeah, because that will answer that question for you. So mm. number one, do I have a business? Let's just say that you've decided that yes, I do. Yep. Now, what if your question is, well, I actually have multiple businesses. Mm. I'm, I'm a sole trader. I've got one ABN, and, but I'm running multiple activities. One of them makes a huge loss. The other one makes a profit. What happens then? Mm. Well, you've actually, if they're unrelated activities, so if you've got two, you know, you're an accountant on one hand and you're a photographer on the other, uh, you've got to run the tests for both activities. Mm. So it applies to both. Yep. Uh, if they're similar activities or, or in the same sort of um, industry or, or they're complementary, uh, then you can aggregate them in that instance. Cool. So just if anyone had that question, mm. multiple activities, the rules are different depending on if they're the same type of activity or not. So I imagine complementary is like, um, let's go back to the photographer. Mm-hmm. If they also rent out a wedding venue and they offer photography services. Mm. Maybe? Maybe not. It, it might more be like uh, you're a wedding photographer but you also do videography. Videography, okay. Or or maybe you you do photographs for live music events or yep. something. Yep. Um, they would be similar activities cool. but that you might run under different brand names or something. Mm. But again, yeah, the, the, there is questions around around. I think that the ATO do have criteria around what are similar enough and what's not. Mm. We won't go into that one today, but mm. um, yeah, just be aware of that. Cool. Cool. All right. The very first thing that you need to be aware of is that your income 
must be under $250,000. I'm talking about your other income, mm. not from your business activity. This is what could be from wages, wages and salaries, other investments, mm. all those sort of types of things. Uh, needs to be less than $250,000. Mm. Uh, if your income is above that, you automatically have to quarantine those losses. losses to offset against future profits in that business activity. Yeah. So straight away, there's a criteria that you can rule yourself in or out. Mm. And the reason they do this, I think, is because one, um, it's probably more likely that someone with a very high income is going to start having mm. this little side hustle that makes a loss to offset income. Yeah. And the impact of that loss on income that high mm. is it's very different to someone who, say, earns $60,000. The tax rate's much lower. Now, has this always been the rule? Or have they snuck this in recently? I think they've added it in in recent years. I don't recall this being a rule, say, like 10 years ago. No. I think it is a more recent rule. Mm. Yep. So there you go. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, one thing to consider there is is primary production. I think this had a lot to do with. So mm. it's like someone who's well off uh, owns a property and they decide to grow a little vineyard on their property yep. or they're growing a fruit. Of, a couple of cows. They're yeah. growing cows. Growing cows. And they're like, mm. oh, I have a primary production business that always makes a loss and mm. I'm going to write it all off against my income. Yep. Um, no, yeah. you can't do that. Yeah, the ATO is finding all of these loopholes and mm. uh, cutting them out, which is fair enough. That's right. So, so let's automatically say then, um, okay, great, your income is less than um, two fifty, two fifty, and you are running a legitimate business. Yeah, that's so where we're at to so far. You've got a legitimate business. Um, yeah. It is either its own activity. Mm-hmm. Or you're assessing it separately from other business activities. Yep. Um, and you earn less than $250,000 in other income, which yep. includes things like wages, rent, dividends, interest. Yep. That's right. So you then move on to what's called the four tests. Mm. Now, you need to pass any one of these four tests to be able to apply your losses against your other income. Yep. So the very first one is what's called the assessable income test. Now, we're now no longer talking about your other income. We're talking about the business's income. Mm. So if your business has ordinary income above $20,000, so just from your sales of your goods and your services uh, and a few other little bits and pieces, but but mainly from sales of goods and services, uh, that in the ATO's eyes is sufficient enough to demonstrate that this is a proper business Mm -hmm. earning income and if you have made a loss you can offset that against your other income yeah interesting that is interesting so twenty thousand dollars it doesn't seem like that much but when you're just starting a business out and if it's your side hustle Mm. because you're obviously earning wages Mm. or other income still it's a fair bit yeah Um, and like that photography example i gave Mm -hmm. or i know someone who's a golf pro Yep. And, uh, and he does earn income from golf, mm. um, but the costs far outweigh for traveling mm. and um, for the cost of the equipment and yep. potentially for coaching. Well, um, I'm like, well, dude, you got to win some more events because your income's not over 20,000. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a non-commercial loss. Yeah, you have to quarantine exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So... So, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely the benchmark. That's usually the test mm. applied for people who are trying to offset yep. a loss. That's right. That's the one. That's the one. So, if you have income of over $20,000, then you can go, great, mm. let's uh, move on. I can, I can deduct my losses against my income now. Mm. If you don't, however, you can move on to the next test, mm. profits test. 
Now this, are you a prophet? Yeah. God, <laughs> Muhammad. Yeah. <laughs> prophet, P-R-O-F-I-T. Uh, yeah, not P-H-E-T. Not the prophet. Yeah, not the prophet. Uh, the prophet <laughs> test. Um, this is, it. have you made profit out of three of the last five years? Mm. Three out of the last five years. Yeah. So, um, including this year, potentially. It does well. include this year. And that's, mm. that's an interesting fact is that mm-hmm. you can, if you've made a profit this year, which again, like, why yeah. would you be deducting? I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. But make sense. Uh, yeah, three out of the last five years, any of those three. But still, this would be if your assessable income was less than $20,000. Because otherwise you could just offset the loss. Correct. So if this is for a business with mm. less than $20,000 of assessable income. Yeah. So if you make 10 grand of profit, let's just say you have a business and uh, you're earning 10 grand of sales, but there's no real expenses for Mm. it. Like it was your hobby and you're selling, you know, some of your services Mm. or something. Yeah. And you made $10,000 profit one year, five the next, 15 the year after. And then the next year you make a $10,000 loss. Yeah. You can deduct that $10,000 loss against your other income this year. Yep. So some people see this rule and they think, oh, awesome. Well, I'll just take up profits for three years. Mm. I'll just make a massive loss. Yeah. And I'll just offset it against all my income. And it's like, well, how are you going to make those profits in three mm. years? Are you actually going to be in business? Yeah. So then we're going back to step one. Back are to you step in one. business? Are you in business? Is it the same business? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like if you're going to make a huge loss in that fourth year, what are you doing? Yeah. That, that, re- like, that is the same activity that requires so much more costs. Yeah. And you're paying tax in the three years to make the profit. Exactly. As well. So Exactly. So that's, that's the profits test. Rarely used. Rarely. Again. Yeah. The next one is real property. Also rarely used this yeah. one. So this but. is if you have real estate essentially in, in your business that's mm. worth over $500,000, which mm. isn't much these days for property. Yeah. But um, things are, are excluded from that real property. So you can't say that your business is run from your house and therefore your house is part of this mm. um, because the dwelling, a dwelling and adjacent land that is used mainly for private purposes are not included in mm. this. It needs to be business real property. Mm. But this is that loophole where I guess, you know, um, agricultural properties mm-hmm. can, can get into offsetting losses. Yes. But it needs to be a business. Yep. So even if you do have real property, say your land and your buildings is mm-hmm. worth more than $500,000, which is not yep. that hard these days, really. Yep. If you own an acreage and you run a farm on mm. it and you have your dwelling, but your dwelling only takes up 10% of your mm. total land, yeah. then uh, it might be that, yeah, let's say that land's worth $2 million and your property is only worth $500,000. We've still got $1.5 million of assets. Mm. Yeah. But, so you'd pass this test. Yeah. But- you wouldn't necessarily be able to offset your losses unless you could prove that you are in the business of running a farm or an agricultural exactly. primary production business. So you'd need to be still proving that you're a legitimate business mm. uh, and still your income would need to be less than the 250000 So I think this is why they introduced that rule because it was like... Mm. People did have these hobby farms. Mm. <laughs> Which were probably, they and, were probably pumping money into them and to make them legit businesses. And someone that uh, earned more than 250000 was likely to own real estate more than that and that, and that farm would cost more than that. Mm. Uh, and therefore, they were just massive write-offs. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's where you've got to pass that rule. Mm. So, the real property tests. The other one is the other assets. 
So you have to have other assets in your business worth over $100,000. So this is like plant and equipment. If you have significant investment in assets to run that business, then it is no longer non-commercial losses and you can apply your losses Mm. against your other income. Which makes sense. If if you've had to invest significantly in an asset for a business, it's likely to be a legitimately business, like a properly run business. Yeah, I guess you're not going to buy something worth more than a hundred thousand dollars without wanting to make some income from it. Exactly. Um, Especially if your income is below $250,000. It's a significant investment for someone in that category. Yeah. So you do have one option, one more option. (laughs) So if you do not pass any of those four tests that we've just mentioned, uh, the income, the profit, the real assets and the other assets, Mm. Uh, you can apply for commissioner's discretion. Mm. Now, I was recently um, reading up on this stuff, Tim, okay. and and apparently the success rate of people for applying for this is super low, like I, tiny. I'd be surprised yeah. if he gave discretion for anyone. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, and and I've like they've even gone into extreme detail around like. Uh, it was like a CPR webinar I watched and they were giving examples of, of them coming out there and determining if their business was legitimately expected to make profits because of XYZ criteria. And like, and they're like, nope, mm. we ruled it off because there's not enough bees in the area to pollinate that or wow. something like stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. So don't rely on this one. Yeah. Um, actually, I mean, it was made pretty clear to me that if you ever want ATO um, commissioner discretion, mm. It's so unlikely. Uh, you've got to have such a strong case to get um, to get him letting you pass. I'm just picturing him like Gandalf. Mm. He's like, you shall not pass mm. the test. <laughs> 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 I will not give you discretion. Mm. Business, you shall not pass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's non-commercial losses. So essentially, if you're trying to offset a small sole trader or partnership business, because that's the other part of this, is that if you're in a partnership and you make losses and those uh, amounts get distributed to the partners in the business, you each individually need to pass that test mm. or any four of those tests. So that's that's the other thing to remember. Um, but yeah, if you're running a business as a sole trader or a partnership and you're making losses in that business, in order to offset those losses against any of your other income, uh, you need to have income, other income, less than 250000 and then you need to pass one of the four tests. And it needs to be a business. And it needs to be legitimate business. <laughs> it can't be a yeah. sham. So that's the very first test you have yeah. to pass is, is, you know, is it a business? Yeah. Doom, 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 doom. You know the, <laughs> is it a banger? You know oh, that song? Yeah. <laughs> Is it a business? Has to pass a very rigorous test, a series of test, rigorous tests. Test, yeah. test, test, test. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. We should do a cover of that. We should. Is it a business? Yeah. Dun, oh, dun, dun, dun. That's brilliant, yeah. Dan. You heard it here first. Um, I, I was just going to say one more thing. Go for it. So I believe there is special commissioners, commissioner discretion. Mm. After we've just rubbished the commissioner and his ability to give discretion, mm. he has given discretion for people who have been affected by floods, bushfires, yes. and COVID. Yep. So if you were a small business and you did have wages and you had losses, it's a chance that you could actually use that discretion and offset um, in years 2020 and 2021. Maybe 2022 as yeah, well. That's so right. Just have a look online if that's you. Um, it's an interesting tidbit that, uh, yeah. 
It is interesting, yeah. Essentially, they've said that it could be more understandable that you'd be making losses in the past couple of years because of natural disasters and COVID um, than it would be in the years prior. So there is a little bit more leniency, mm. but uh, keeping this podcast evergreen, uh, those are the other rules you have to pass. Mm. Very mm. good. Oh yeah, evergreen. Means mm. they can listen in three years' time. Yeah, true. It makes sense. Yep, I like mm. it, Dan. Mm. I like it. All right, well, that's the end of our main topic today. Tim, we're flying through this podcast. It's yeah. 20, 20 minutes. Do you have any other things? We're killing it. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're killing it. <laughs> slaying. <laughs> Playing and slaying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that relates to the, is it a business as well? It does. Yeah. I, mean, I think we should make that. That'd be really good. Yeah. A bit of fluff just landed on your face. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> it came from like down there. It, it came from down and went up. Mm. And then anyway. Terrible podcasting. Talking mm. about that. Do you have another thing? Uh, yeah, I'm catching up on Stranger Things at the moment. Ooh, I haven't watched the new season yet. I I just finished season two. Season three is really good. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you see it. It's <laughs> the, fluff, <laughs> the fluff is after me. It's the attack of the fluff. Oh, we're in the upside down world. <laughs> Yeah, so for, for those of you not in the room, the fluff's falling down like little white, like like the ash stuff in Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I actually really liked it. I thought the first five episodes, though, bit slow, bit slow to get going of the whole show. Yeah, of season two. Yeah, right. Okay. The, the just fluff is right now. there. It is right there. Yeah, so it was a bit slow to get going, but mm. then, geez, it really ended well. Mm, so it does. I yeah. liked it. Season like three's it. Uh, a lot more like action from the go good mm. good that's what i want mm. and apparently four is good but i haven't watched it okay mm. what about you dan do you have an other thing do i have an other thing well that's just an interesting question and i, I want to <laughs> unpack that for a little bit um, let's unpack that yeah let's unpack how do, do i feel? have another thing how do you feel about the other thing yeah this week? i you know i think should we shake up the other thing yeah, just look, I took it to medium talk before. You did, so yeah. All right. Shake it up. I don't have any ideas for shaking it up. I'm just oh. saying, should we shake it up? <laughs> is is that something that we should be looking don't, at doing? don't is, have any suggestions. No, not, not yet. Uh, Do you? <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to shake it up before. I tried to get people with funny accents to talk about things like, why do we have fingernails? Yeah, that's true. What you did do that. What is the point of fingernails? That it was didn't a, really land. It, it didn't, didn't land. People didn't like that. It didn't hit. People did not like that. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people wrote in hate mail. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't think there was that much no, hate mail. there was mail. a lot of hate mail. I think it was the fact that I did it when like Trent Innes or someone like that was on. Yeah, yeah that's right. There was. Oh, one thing. Oh, here we go. He's sort of one. Yeah, no. <laughs> My other thing this week is um, we've spoken about ZeroCon a bit leading up to the event because we're excited to be out in public and, and meeting Heaps all excited. of our listeners again. Um, we've, we've missed you all. We've missed seeing you. Mm. So if you're going, reach out to us because we want to meet up. We're there Tuesday, Wednesday, mm. and Thursday. We are. And uh, we're, we're ready to, to hang yeah, we're we're a good hang, by the way. You know, we're, we 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 get we have some laughs. Yeah, um, I think it's pretty much just like us on the show, but mm. we're having a few beers, and it's even better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So reach out to us. We'd love to. We'd love to say good day. We'd love to meet up. Um, maybe we should, if there's one of the the parties going on, the vendors events, or or we should just go <laughs> meet at a pub or something after one of the nights. I'm keen on it. 
Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. We've also got our 200th episode coming up in the next mm. couple of weeks. We'll, we'll keep everyone posted. That is happening. It is happening. That is happening. It's definitely happening. Some mm. whiskey sours and, and there's been some rumors about Mike Mortlock. Ooh, so Mike. Magic Mike. Magic Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Go check. Oh, and someone found our Easter egg, by the way, and we yeah. sent them a shirt. Yeah. That's, that's, who's that's who we sent the shirt. Mm. So, if you're still looking for our Easter egg, uh, it was actually found by two people. Should we extend that offer? Mm. And if you find the Easter egg, we'll send you a stubby holder. Yes. But you've also got to send us your email address. Ah, yes. So... If you find the Easter egg, email us at twodrunkpodcast at gmail.com with your address and we'll send you a stubby holder. Cool. How good. And put you on our mailing list. <laughs> <laughs> Which you could will, we ever se- will we ever yeah. get around to sending you newsletters? Nah, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, twodrunkpodcast at gmail.com uh, at twodrunkaccountants on all the social medias and um, twodrunkaccountants.com.au for our website where our courses are very soon to come live. Yes. So it's happening. We're doing it. It's happening. All right. Recording the- recording next week. We actually. are. We are. Pretty cool. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we will catch you later. <laughs>